My wife and I started going to school in Davenport at the Palmer Chiropractic College campus and we needed money. So I tried selling vacuum cleaners, Electrolux door to door. I could always get in the door. I had great persistence. I'd say to myself over and over, I can, I will, I must. But something was wrong. I couldn't sell them. I had the guts to go into a place, but how in the hell do you get someone to buy something when they don't need it and don't want it? <clears throat> One day, we traveled to a small town about 50 miles from Davenport, and I was selling cookware this time. I was demonstrating to a woman and her daughter. They were trying to get rid of me, but I kept talking with my prepared sales talk. I'd been talking for an hour in the living room when I knelt down to pick up a particular saucepan. At that moment, a wonderful thing happened, and all-consuming love for that cookware filled my heart. This saucepan I was holding seemed more precious and valuable than anything I could imagine. I cradled it like I was, it was a baby. I became speechless and went into a trance. Love for that cookware overwhelmed me. From that day on, all I could do was sit around all day and bathe in your for my love for the cooking utensils. I go down to a restaurant and set the saucepan on the counter, and people would come in and ask, what's that? All I had to do was sit there. People were drawn to me. I thought I began to realize what had happened. Without love for my product, I'd just been another salesman repeating a sales pitch and making a loud noise. When I got that love for that product, I could speak with authority. When you speak with authority, it was ready to, I was ready to sell. When you sell something, you've got to talk like <clears throat> it's the most amazing thing. That's how my business in chiropractic grew. I had a love affair with chiropractic. I dealt with people with love and they felt it and they sent their friends in. If you love your patients, they will recognize that and they won't want to destroy that relationship. So who is this behind me? That's Dr. Sid. Good. I'm glad you guys are recognized. So Dr. Sid is a hero to myself and my wife. Um, I listened to that man's words for 10 years from 1993 to 2003. I was at every meeting that he ever had uh, at his feet, listening to this amazing man and the unbelievable principles that he stood for. Um, and one of the things that he stood for that I think is super important to understand is the principle that he just mentioned in that little blurb from a newspaper article, uh, which is authority, speaking with authority. Um, Dr. Sid was a master at speaking with authority. Um, he was able to like, get people to do things that you would never imagine he'd be able to do. And I think that's a really key thing in chiropractic, uh, because most people have no idea what chiropractic really is. And when you start talking to them about chiropractic, they, they have a very preconceived notion of what their expectations are. They are, they are thinking, I just want to come, and you're just going to crack me a couple times, and then that's it. You know? And I'm not going to pay much, because insurance is going to you know, pay for me. And that's pretty much what the, the typical person in their brain has to think about. So in order to be a successful chiropractor, in order to be a successful student clinician here, you know, at a student clinic or an outpatient clinic, you've got to learn how to speak with authority. Right? Just saying to someone, I need the visits, that's not really a good sales tactic. Right? Your patients in outpatient clinic could care less whether you need visits. Right? So and I hear because I, I I've worked in the clinic for five years. I hear you guys talking, and not you particularly, uh, but I, I've heard you guys, the students, talking to their patients, saying, I really need the visits, and um, you know, I, I, I need to have like 20 this quarter, and I only have like five, 
So it's a really great, maybe just like, you can come in like extra, like, do you think that's a good sales pitch? Are you gonna train, is that your training for your sales pitch, right? You wanna convince someone about chiropractic. Here's the deal, he talks about selling, but let me tell you what Dr. Sid really was able to convey. You don't have to sell something when you love it. I don't have to sell my patients into having long-term six months or year care plans because they know I love what I'm doing. They know I know what I'm doing and they just believe me because I speak with authority, right? I say, this is what's happening with your kid or this is what's happening with you like yesterday, a new a good person, never took chiropractor before. She's pregnant in her the middle of her um, a pregnancy and one of her best friends who lives far away said you got to find some chiropractor that deals with pregnancy uh, because it made my pregnancy so much easier so she comes in and she's like you know, I don't know anything about chiropractic but my friend told me I got to come here right and by the end of my report of finds a second visit right so she already had a first visit by the end of the second day she's like I get it I'm in for the whole pregnancy I'm going to bring the baby afterwards I'm going to get adjusted afterwards like I get it because you speak with authority, right? You speak, I speak with such love and reverence and passion about chiropractic. And it's not just because I've been doing this for 30 years. That has nothing to do with it. I'm fortunate that I've been doing it for 30 years, right? I'm blessed to have this kind of life after 30 years. But that's not why. All of you have the same ability I do if you speak with authority. If you tell people what chiropractic really is, they don't want to hear, yeah, I'm gonna fix your back. That's really what, not what they want to hear. I don't mention the word back, spine, I don't talk about it. I talk about subluxations. I talk about brain, nerve, nerve system. That's what I talk about. That's what people want to hear, right? You're not a back cracker. You're not a bone doctor. That's an orthopedic surgeon. That's what a bone doctor is. You're a nerve system specialist. That's what chiropractic is. And don't believe the malarkey that people keep on telling you, well, there's not enough research to chiropractic. Well, who the hell cares? Uh, you know what research is? 125 years. 125 years of me and all these other people before you guys watching people get well. That's the only research I really need. You're never, we're never gonna have enough money to do double blind research. Never, 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 unless like we talked about before, you know, Bill Gates decides to pass on a couple hundred million. Unless someone does that, it ain't happening. <clears throat> so stop waiting for the research. Right? Stop waiting for all the stuff to prove that chiropractic is great. <clears throat> Stop waiting for, like, it is an obvious thing. It, I, here's the deal. Here's how I know chiropractic works. This is what I tell people all the time. <clears throat> I had a little baby coming the other day. A couple day old baby. Having problems nursing. I adjust the baby. Suddenly the baby's nursing better. I didn't talk to the baby. I didn't explain chiropractic to the baby. Right? I didn't have to educate the baby. I didn't have to sell the baby. I had to communicate the baby. What I do is what? Adjust the kid. I adjusted the kid. Something happened. Now, am I the hero? No. It's the baby's a hero. The baby's got it inside him. They just had to let it out. Right? We just had to let it out. Whatever. The baby had the miracle inside it. We just had to let it out. It was just stuck, right? It was a tough birth. Just stuck. And then we unsubluxated the baby. Just a little jaw. Just a little atlas. Just a sacrum. And now the kid's like perfect. The way he's supposed to be. The way he's meant to be. But that's like, that proves that communication really has very little to do with it, right? 
Now, the way you communicate has a lot to do with it, because my authority with the mom, my authority with the dad, to allow, like, do you realize what a special gift it is if someone hands you a child and says it to Justin, right? That's a, like a giant gift. You have to understand how big that is, right? When someone says, here's my baby, here's my kid, you can adjust him. That's a huge gift. So understand that and respect that. Right? If you're lucky enough in student clinic or outpatient clinic to adjust a kid, you better have reverence and understand how beautiful that really is. That they're trusting some punk student to adjust your kid, their kid, that's pretty big. Right? That's a lot of trust that they have. And by the way, I want you to think about this. <clears throat> I talk about this all the time when we talk about the polyvagal theory. <clears throat> when, when a patient lies face down, do you realize how vulnerable that is? Have you ever thought about that? Like you lie face down a billion times because you're always lying face down for every class and everything's palpating and adjusting and pseudo-adjusting you or whatever, techniques set up, whatever. So, but it's happening all the time, right? Do you realize how vulnerable a position that is? Like if you're in the wild, if you're an animal, and there was a tiger over there, would an antelope ever do this to a tiger? Why? You would never turn your back on, a, on an enemy, on a threat, right? You face that threat, and either you're gonna fight it or you're gonna run like hell, but you never just turn your back on it, right? So for someone to lie face down, you really have to understand how amazing that is, that they trust you enough, that they don't know what the hell you're doing behind over there, right? Because chiropractic looks kind of magical if you really think about it. You know, from a, from a patient's point of view, like, he's pushing me, and, or she's pushing me here and there, or using an activator or a torque release instrument. Something's happening back there, which I don't see, right, because I'm face down, and I'm, I'm not seeing this. And something happens and I'm doing better, right? It's kind of magical if you think about it. But that's the authority that you need to speak with. That's the reverence you need to have. Every adjustment is realizing they are in their most vulnerable place to go face down. They're allowing you to touch their most vulnerable uh, place, which is their back. Because, like I said, in, a, in the wild, that's where the lion's going to jump on the antelope, on its back, right? Or the tiger or the cheetah, right? So you have to understand how beautiful this is. You have to understand when they allow you to adjust their kid. You have to understand when, when a pregnant woman comes in and allows you to adjust her, she's carrying another life. And you get the privilege to work on her, how giant that is, right? And it's not because you need the numbers. Because trust me, when you graduate, that's the last thing you're gonna be thinking about, I need the numbers. No, it's not. That's not the important thing. The important thing is what? And Dr. Sid would say this all the time. It's the service, right? I, my goal is to outgive myself. I wanna give and give and give. I wanna, I, I want to serve like Dr. Sue would say, serve for the sake of serving, love for the sake of loving, give for the sake of giving, out of my own abundance, with no expectations of return. With no expectations of return. I'm doing this because I love it. I have to get paid a lot. But I'm not looking at that. I'm not looking at every interchanges. Like, if you look and say, okay, so I'm in clinic now, so I need the number, and I need the number, and I need the number. Then when you graduate, you say, I need the dollar, I need the dollar, I need the dollar. That's really a bad, that, that's a bad karma. Patients feel that, they sense it, they know it. That's not authority. You don't speak with authority when in the back of your head saying, I have to make a car payment. 
right? You speak with authority when you love what you do. And I am only one person telling you this, but if you don't fall in love with chiropractic, if you're not in love with chiropractic now, it's because you're not studying chiropractic. You may be in chiropractic school, right? You might be reading books that are related to chiropractic, but you're not studying chiropractic, right? Are you listening to Dr. Sid and some of his YouTube videos? Are you listening to some of the other greats that come before us, like Dr. Sigafus, Dr. Dick Santo, Dr. Ian Grossom, and in the Grossom Treehouse Center? I knew all these greats. These, all these greats were my heroes. I had the good fortune of being able to get to know these people, right? And I wish that we could have them here for you guys right now because they were amazing. Listening to Dr. Sid talk was amazing. Listening to Sigafus and Santo and Grasso and Sotilli and all these guys was amazing. It was amazing listening to their conviction. And I'm asking you to get that convicted. I'm asking you to think about what do you have. Like you see all these, these signs all over this room here. You know, keep your inner vision clear and, and whatever it takes, rise above it, act as if all these little who can act to an anchor mind. This is what they thought. This is what's got to be poured out of you. But if you don't study it, right, if you don't study this kind of success philosophy, like how many of you guys are reading success philosophy? Forget about, I know you got to read Yoko Monroe. I know you got to read, you know, all these other, the Leech and Haldeman and, and oh, all these other books that are important for you to pass tests, but they're not important for you to learn chiropractic. Are you reading Palmer Green books? Right? I have four of them for you. How many? Don't raise your hands. But how many of you have downloaded them? Thank you. Thank you to those who have it. If you have it, what the hell's wrong with you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? This is what chiropractic is about. And I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. Sixty to hundred dollars worth each one of them. Please take advantage of it. Because there's going to be some time, if not now, there's going to be some time that you can say, I should have done that. I should have downloaded it. I'm giving you the opportunity right now to do that. Please study chiropractic. Please study. Don't. I know you've got to study all these other things to pass your boards and OSCEs. I get that. I totally get that. But you got. If you really want to have a successful practice, you got to study success. Right. Success leaves clues, as Tony Robbins says. So you got to study success. So find the things that that were the people that are successful and emulate that. And read the books that successful people read and do the things that successful people do because that's how it works. Right? And that's what Dr. Sid taught me. That's what Dr. Sid taught me. Is to speak with authority and all the things I just mentioned. This is this is his vision. His mission was to get people to understand why they are here. And the way to do that is not just to, to it's not just a couple of minutes a week. It's like every day, every day. Put the stuff in your brains every single day. Because if you don't do it, nobody else is going to for you. You've got to seek it out yourself. <coughs>